So the joke is less of a joke and more of a fact. And the Statue of Liberty wears a size 879 sandal. So for all of your big feet people out there, beat that. <laughs> How big was it? 879 sandal. That is a huge sandal. Yeah. I mean, it's the Statue of Liberty. It is, yeah. I mean, they, she had to break out of that chain. That is fair. Ground. Yeah. All right, let's get into the podcast. Alright guys, welcome back to another Commando Lander podcast. I am your host, Owen. And I'm your co-host, Brady. And today we'll be going ATOGS. But first, we have no shout-out for the week. So, we're going to skip that. You should definitely look at the Gmail. You should definitely text something in. Yeah, if you want to be a shout-out, email us at commandolanderpodcast at gmail.com. That, are, that will be in the show notes. Same with the TCG player link and everything else you need there. So you can check us out at TCG player at Commander Lander. And if you want to find us anywhere, just tr- look up Commander Lander because that's the only thing I'd be under. Yeah. If you hear nature sounds, that's because I'm currently outside. So I'm not going to edit them out. I'll edit out as much as I can with the vibrations and things like that. But due to being on vacation, can't edit that much, so. Alright, so we've got ATOGs. Okay. ATOGs are fun. <laughs> Let's see. Well, they they suck. They really do. But, like, the idea and art behind them is cool. Okay. And if you win be- with an ATOG deck, you're really, it's just funny. Alright, so, Atog is a creature type describing a species of small creatures known for their insatiable appetites and unusual diets. Atogs come in various forms, but most uniformly possess a humanoid shape, a reptilian or amphibian appearance, bulging eyes, and enormous toothy mouths. Some bear a slight resemblance to goblins. Atogs possess a glimmer of sentience but do not seem to have a society as such the first creature to bear the type atog was an antiquities which that was a old set i don't even know what those are it's a set from uh 1998 i think i can't remember it's a while ago i believe 1998 but don't believe that the word atog is an anagram of goat, another creature humorously rumored to eat metallic objects. In reality, goats nibble at the paper labels of cans. I did not know that. I didn't either. We that have makes sense, though. Fun fact. Yeah, that's cool. It's funny when uh, a big company, and at the time they were pr- bigger than they are now, just do, well, not bigger in the sense of player base, but they are more popular because it was a new, revolu- new sh- revolutionary game. So yeah. it's cool that they decided to add in a weird creature type like Lurgoyce. Those are weird. Uh, I don't know if we'll cover those, but 
So the species, though found on several planes throughout the multiverse, atogs appear to be most common on Dominaria, where they are scattered across several continents. Atogs were first seen in the continent of Terracere at the time of the Brothers' War, where they wreaked havoc on the weapons employed by the powerful artificers of the era. Though the largest variety and concentration of atogs was in Oteria, where they flourished as scavengers in the wake of Phyrexian invasion, most atogs are scavengers, with the power to gain strength and sustenance from certain subsistence. I'm surprised for the Brothers' War they didn't have any atog cards. Huh. Yeah. They missed their opportunity. Well, we all have our ups and downs. Yeah. And then that would have been cool too. Like they sh- or maybe in Commander Masters, that'd be cool. Because you could use ATOGs, but you just need more of them. Yeah. But the good thing is they've gotten way better. Technically they haven't because the cards are the same, but with cards that change all your stuff to enchantments or things like that, they've gotten yeah. better, which helps. Um yeah. which you'll see why. Known varieties of ATOGs and their diets include the following. The most common type, known simply as ATOG, feeds on artifacts and various metallic substances. On Dominaria, ATOGs are city-dwelling scavengers considered pests by most. As noted above, common ATOGs were first encountered on Terracere, but they have also been seen on Ateria as well, and may have lived in Aerona, the country of Kush, produced a portable called ATOG Ale? It's A-L-E, so if you want to look that up. Some atogs were transported from Dominaria to the metallic plain of Mirrodin, where faced with the world where every living thing is suffused with metal, they settle into a new niche as alpha predators. Common atogs have vein-covered purple skin and huge glowing orange eyes. Ooh, so they're pretty. That would make sense, though, with Mirrodin. Because Mirrodin has all of the mirrors, obviously, or the murs, I think is how it's pronounced, uh, and all of the artifact creatures. So it makes sense that they would go there. Yeah. I guess you have a small point. The Megatog is a gigantic offshoot of the common Atog found only in Mirrodin. It resembles a common atog, but walks on all fours and stands at least 15 feet at the shoulder, appearing considerably larger than an elephant. Like other inhabitants of Mirrodin, part of the Megaton's anatomy is metal. Its mouth is full of huge, blade-like metal teeth, but these are merely ornamental, as the Megaton prefers to swallow its prey whole. That'd be terrible to come across. That's why you don't come across it. Yeah, but imagine you're just walking around Mirrodin and that's 15 foot yeah. most beautiful thing you ever see, most likely. Tries to eat you. <laughs> Not tries, does. Yeah. The forest. Yeah. I mean, you could probably hide from it since it's so big. Yeah. The Foratog is a forest-dwelling atog that feeds on wood. Foratogs are noted for their ability to eat with blind and speed. They have been encountered in Jamra, 
Foratogs have light blue scales, large green eyes, and spiky barbells extending from their chins and the top of their heads. So, yeah, yeah, um, that's that's special. It's like, well, and, you know, go ahead. All eight togs have like fora or like four or mag or corona, just depend on okay. where they are. So, like a forest, they took the first three. Yeah. So, that very, very unique. Yeah. Because it starts off right with the bat, like, that's its name. It's just interesting how they probably came up with that. There's probably yeah. somebody who's either like, oh, let's do this really weird creature, or someone was drunk. Yeah. Someone had a little bit too much. Yeah, but either way, I don't care, because we got this yeah. creature. That you get you get this special thing. So, the next one is the Chronotog. The Chronotog is by far the most unusual and mysterious member of the Atog family. Does it Resembling have the virus? No. Oh, okay. Resembling not a humanoid, but something akin to a huge blue three-toed salamander. The Chronotog nonetheless possesses the char- characteristically huge and toothy Atog mouth and large white orb-like eyes. Chronotog are known to feed on time, but how this is accomplished is unknown. Like Foratogs, Chronotogs hail from Jamora. That's cool. So they, they feed on time. Jeez. And even Magic didn't know how they had figured that out, so they just didn't put it. <laughs> That's smart. I mean, it makes sense. If they were never going to revisit it, Yeah. they wouldn't. I mean, they hopefully will. Uh, I don't think it says if they plan on it. Uh, I don't believe so. Sadness. I mean, antiquities, that's about it. Yeah. So, unless they ever go back to Mirrodin or things like that, which would be cool. But then there's the Necrotog, which if you couldn't have guessed it, is a necromancer, which may live in Jamora, Urborg, or Ariona. It is a scavenger that digs up the rotten corpses of other creatures to eat. It appears mostly corpse-like themselves. Rotten corpses of other... Hold on. A person wrote this messed up. With shriveled green-gray skin and glazed over red eyes. So basically, they look like a zombie with red eyes. Oh, oh, that's scary. Yeah, so... Well, I'd still rather come across the Megatog. At least that thing would kill me instantly. I don't know what that thing do to me. Well, this thing feeds on dead corpses, so when I'm I know. At but I'm curious if it would still kill me. Or attempt Probably. to Probably. Yeah. The Oratog was first seen on the artificial plane of Wrath, but may exist today on Dominaria in the wake of the Wrathy overlay. Oratogs resemble nothing so much as a shriveled pink goblin with huge mouths and bulging orange eyes. Oratogs feed on enchantments, devouring the raw magical energy. So you should never use wow. it. Yeah. So we have a time feeder and an artifact feeder. And corpse. And then uh, we also have a wood oh, eater. And a dead eater. And yeah. a metal eater. 
Yeah. So then there's Atarian atogs. The atogs of Ateria come in very broad array of types, including common atogs, but also an assortment of others. Atarian atogs differ from other varieties in that they can ingest a wider variety of substances, but gain less overall sustenance from them. These atogs may be more intelligent than the realities elsewhere, since they have been seen wielding primitive weapons and wearing crude jewelry. Atarian atogs include the following. The Fantatog eats enchantments and psychic energy from other creatures and resembles a large blue humanoid tree frog. The Psychatog eats psychic energy and decomposes the flesh and has a green scaly body with an enormous bulbous head. The, the Sarkatog eats de decomposing flesh and artifacts and has vivid green skin and resembles a cross between a frog and a goblin. The Lithotog eats artifacts and pieces of its surrounding terrains represent, represented by sacrificing lands on actual cards and resembles a blue-skinned goblin with red and green eyes, huge teeth, and small spikes on its head. And then there's the Thaumatog. eats lands and enchantments and resembles a blue and purple scaled reptilian humanoid with short snout. And then on on, also on Ateria, dwelt the mysterious Atog Atog, a unique Atog ward of great size and power who fed upon its kind. So it is the Atog Atog. <laughs> so someone was probably drunk when they came up with this creature. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but... Wait, what um, there's, there's also a magazine, uh, not magazine, article... And magazine, I believe, uh, by Mark Rosewater on the, called the Tumblr. You can look up Blogatog. It is named as an Atog, uh, but it is a funny, like, he used to write articles, so he made the Blogatog, which is funny. That's... And, yeah. 8.3% uh, okay. are white, blue, black, and green, and then 16.7% are red, and then 8.3% of all the mixing colors. So, uh, blue, white, black, blue, black, red, green, red, white, green, and then all in the middle. So, okay. so they, they're very broad. But yeah. you'd, you'd have to play them, because you wouldn't be playing them in any other deck except for an ATOG deck, because they suck. <laughs> so you'd be using the Atog Commander, and then you would probably uh, be using all five colors. So Yeah, get all of that coverage. Yes. But it's time to go in the card game. Oh. And you still didn't I get really it. Forgot. I'm not good at remembering. I'm special. What I do is I have a sheet in front of me that I uh, taped to normally where I podcast, but since my vacation, I don't have it right now. But of everything that we need to do, like the lists. Oh, you uh, cheated. No, just, it's just smart. It keeps it's going. Hard. All right. So I have Symmetry Matrix. It came out of the Brothers War, so it's pretty new. Four colorless. Artifact, whenever a creature with a power equal to its toughness enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay one colorless. If you do, draw a card. 
The nice. reason why I have this is for token decks. Specifically for me, uh, will help because when you create two two zombies that don't have decayed, those count. So you can pay one for each one if you have the mana. Then when those die, you normally create another two two but with decayed. And then you can also sacrifice a two two because well, no, you'd sacrifice your two two with uh no decay and then you'd get one with decayed. Using Wilhelm's ability you would draw one card, but then because another one entered you could pay one which you would draw two from one. Yeah. And then if you also had like Poppet Stitcher, uh it would remove decayed, which means you could just keep doing it as much as you had the mana for. Wow, that's and, re and really any token deck. Like this would be good in your deck actually. Yeah, and it's just four colorless? Yeah, so if you look at your deck, whether it's token or creature, and you see that almost 90% of your creatures have the same power as their toughness, I would definitely add this to your deck. Yeah. It's a basically a really good Rhystic study on your turn. Yeah. I mean, it is when you think about it. I mean, yeah. it's not as good because other, you don't, you have to pay, and it's whenever, it's when you bring in a creature, but if you're in a token deck, that's not an issue. So. Alright. Okay. What is so, your card? My card is Epicure of Blood. It's one black, four blank for a four four creature vampire. And reads, whenever you gain life, each each opponent lo loses one life. So, I saw another card where it says target opponent loses one life, and I'm like, you know, this one over here is for a little bit more mana, and it's all opponents. So, I just found that one annoying. Hmm. I feel like there's some good ones that, like, say, whenever you gain that much life, each opponent loses that much life, which is really yeah. good. But I think it's really interesting that it's... Hold on, I'm going to pause. There's a card like that, uh... I forget the name of it, but every time you gain life, you each opponent loses life. Uh, it's an enchantment, so it's a little bit better. But that's not as annoying, in my opinion, because it's more like, oh, we're up against a life gain deck and we're going to die. Yeah. Compared to that, which is just annoying. Yeah. And I mean, that might be why I chose it, because, well, one thing, if you don't already know, I don't play black, so I'm never going to play this. Not never, but most likely not. But then also, I love being annoying, so. <laughs> what if, and if you just need the creature, uh, because of how big it is, it's still really big, uh, and you're only yeah. gaining, like, one life at a time, and you're not in a life gain deck, you just have a little bit of life gain, this would yeah. just be nice. Or if you created copies of it, or things like that. Yep. Okay. So now into the actual card section. So uh, we'll just rotate again. So I'll read the commander. He is, it, this is Atog, Atog. He's an Atog legend. So legendary creature, Atog. A green, red, black, blue, and white. So five color, but only one of each. Uh, sacrifice an Atog. Atog, Atog gets plus XX until it turn where X is the sacrificed Atog's power. And it's a 5-5. Five, five. Okay. 
That's so. pretty. Decent, oh, that's yeah. really good because it could kill you in four hits if it's unblockable. Well, yeah. technically five, that's... but I'm assuming you'll sacrifice an Atog once at least. Yeah. And surprisingly, it's 99 cents for only oh, having 205 decks. Yeah. Which is interesting. But... All right. <laughs> so okay. all the cards that we just talked about are next. So go ahead and read first one. Foratog. One green, two colorless. Creature a tog for one, two. Pay one green. Sacrifice a forest. Foratog gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. It's quite simple. It, that's a weird looking it green mana symbol. <laughs> yeah. So that's not it's not inherently good on its own. But I'm but, sure you could do some stuff yeah. with it. With like making all your lands forests and all that stuff. Yeah. Or every land type. I'm curious if like a card is out there when a land is sacrificed, something happens. Oh, I'm sure. Know. Yeah. Alright, there's Chronotog, one blue, one colorless. Summon a tog, so a tog creature. One, two, skip your next turn. Chronotog gets plus three, three until end of turn. Use this ability only once each turn. I. Yeah. There, it's three. <laughs> it's three bucks. There has to be something else it's used for. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the artwork on all of these is like creepy-ish. Especially this it's one, cool, in my opinion. Though. It's cool, but it's, it's creepy. I mean, it makes sense because it eats time. Oh, yeah, that's this one. That does make so sense. So I guess you could, because that would make it a 4-5. So then you could sacrifice and eat an Atog, Atog, and now your uh, commander is a 9-9. Nine, nine, so you can hit 4-9. Yeah. So you probably do it that way. Yeah. the next one, really. Okay, next one is Necrotog. Two black, one colorless, and it's a 1-2. It reads, return the top creature card in your graveyard from the... Oh, let's see. From the game. Rem remove, remove the top creature card in your graveyard from the game. Plus two, plus two, until end of turn. So... It exiles something from your graveyard. Yeah. Actually, I'm curious. You know, it'd be a fun deck to build with this. Oh no! You give all you take other people's creatures and you give them yours. Huh. That so would now actually they be have your a togs, and then to for them to actually win because you're switching decks, basically. Uh, they would have to use the abilities to win because these are only one twos, so you're not yeah. gonna win. So you're gonna make them remove their creatures from the game. You're gonna make them skip their next turn. You're gonna make them sacrifice forests. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, yes, interesting. All right, so there's Megatog, which is really big. 
It's two red and four colorless for a three four. So I don't know if that's worth it. But it does yeah. have sacrifice and artifact. Megatog gets plus three three and gains trample until end of turn. So that is why it's worth it. It's because then it's yeah. a six seven one trample. Yeah. And Which is probably million. why you'd want artifact lands. Is because you can sacrifice it and it counts as artifact. Yeah. Well, you have to be quick, though. Lands. Yeah. You'd have to be quick. Otherwise, yep. you're going to run out. Alright, what's the next one? Okay. Next one is. Sacratog. Yeah, no, Sarkatog. One red, one black, one colorless. Remove two cards in your graveyard from the game. Sarkatog gets plus one plus one until end of turn. Sacrifice an artifact, Sarkatog gets plus one plus one until end of turn. So. Nice. A lot of sacking. It has that awesome border on it. Yeah. At least the next few do. I for- uh, yeah, I forget what set that's from, but it's a cool set with the border. Yep. It's like a gold. That makes you feel special. <laughs> Even though Imagine these in foil. Ooh. Actually, I'm curious. When you read the next card, I'm going to look up to see if there's uh, foil versions of these. Because that would be beautiful. They're probably expensive, <laughs> but. Yeah. Well, take it away, Owen. All right. Psychotog. One black, one uh, blue, one colorless. Demir, the best color. Uh, it's a 1-2, a tog. Discard a card from your hand. Psychotog gets plus 1-1 one, one until end of turn. Remove two cards in your graveyard from the game. Psychotog, Psychotog gets plus 1-1 one, one until end of turn. It, that makes 100% sense since it's uh, psychic. So they put yeah. in Demir. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. They did good. And the art's really, really cool. It looks... It reminds me of something. I'll have to tell you later. Alright. Okay. Fantatog? Yeah. One blue, one white, one colorless. It's a 1-2 and reads, Sacrifice and enchantment. Fantatog gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Discard a card from your hand. Fantatog gets a plus one, plus one counter. Or plus one, plus one until end of turn. It looks like the one... Pokemon that's like Greninja, I think it is. Sort of looks like that, in my opinion. Just a demented version. <laughs> I okay. so that's a really good card. Um, but I was just looking at the price, and they do have foil, but this is mm-hmm. very interesting. In the past month, it went well. In the past three months, we brought in it. Uh, in the past three months, it was at $6, and it's been at $6 for basically since it's print. Hmm. Then, for some reason, on 418, it went to 7 in about a week. And then it jumped in a week to 16. What the? And right now, it's currently at 18. I don't know why. Oh. There are 273 listings. The odd thing is, though, is there's not any cards that are being reprinted that are ATOGs. Unless people are trying to get ahead 
with Commander Masters, and they're going they're thinking that they're gonna uh, reprint Commander cards like Atogs. Yeah. But the odd thing about that is that's stupid because they're not gonna like they're not making new cards. It's a reprint set. They're making yeah. new cards in the precon. So you're buying Atogs, which is fine, but then you're yeah. hoping that it doesn't get reprinted. That's fair. And that's if Atogs even get a reprint. I mean, I don't think these are an issue because they're probably just going to keep going up because they're old, things like yeah. that. But there has to be... Let me see how many were bought. There's... uh, They're not even selling that quick either. There's uh an LP foil sold at 5.7 for 6 bucks. Uh... A near mint foiled for sold for sixteen at five eleven. Uh and lightly played foil sold for nine on five eleven. Yeah, they only sell about two a day, if that. Hmm. They sell about two every other day. And it skipped huh. for a week. No one bought any. That is um, huge. Yeah, I don't know why that's and the normal card is twenty five cents. Like you can get a near mint card that's 25 cents (laughs) and i don't even see any foils here actually there's a few uh and um this is specifically for this card so there might be for others uh there's only 32 foil listings that could be why uh you could get a heavily played foil for four bucks but obviously you wouldn't want that there are lightly played foils for five bucks. But, so, yeah, you can get lightly played foils for about five bucks, six bucks. So, that's not bad because realistically, Nearman and LP are too close. So, uh, yeah. but then once you get into Nearman, then it goes to 16. My guess is just because of how old it is. Because these yeah. curled and. You can get a near mint foil for seven. Mm. And you can get one for six, seven. Okay, so they 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 exist. But there's only 29. So my guess is it's just people figuring out that they're rare. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Thaumatog. One blue. No, not blue. One white, Mm. one green, one colorless. Creature Atog for a 1-2. Sacrifice the land. It gets plus 1-1 one, one until on a turn. Sacrifice enchantment. It gets plus 1-1 one, one until on a turn. Uh, very simplified. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, this is a special one. Lithotog. It's basically Thalmatog, just a little bit weirder. One green, one red, one colorless. It's a 1-2 and reads, Sacrifice an artifact. Lithotog gets plus one plus one until end of turn. Sacrifice a land, Lithotog gets plus one plus one until end of turn. So, yeah. It's. I do want to point out the fact that uh, Atog, Atog, the commander we went over, uh, is currently at around $100 for foil. That's only a $0.25 cents card otherwise. What? Uh, Abeo? That's It's insane. because there's only 19 listings and it's very old. That's fair. Okay, anyway, just point out it. Go ahead. 
Let's a tog has cool art. Yeah. All right. Or a it, tog, which looks really funny. Uh, one white, uh, one colorless, a tog for a one two. Sacrifice an enchantment, it gets plus two two until on a turn. Very simple. Yeah. Uh, it it looks yeah. like a man running. If the man was Owen but skinnier. And like. red. It looks like a fish. So you just called me a fish. Uh, yes, a red one. Okay, read That's, the next card. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a tog, one red, one colorless. Oh, oh, this is a lot of, this is a lot of stuff. Okay, it's a one two and reads, pay zero plus two plus two until end of turn. Zero colorless. Each time you use this ability, you must choose one of your artifacts in play and place it in the graveyard. This artifact cannot be one that is already on its way to the graveyard, and artifact creatures killed this way may not be regenerated. That's... So to simplify that, it's uh, not pay zero. It would be pay nothing but sacrifice an artifact. It gets plus two, two, and unten. Until end of turn is basically what that means. Okay. That's just old wording. Yeah. So it has been updated. I've not been playing magic long enough to figure those things out. But that's why Owen's here. Yeah. I mean, it. Uh, I personally like the old wording because it makes people actually like pay attention and read the yeah. card. Yep. And it and it just the art looks better when it's older. My opinion. Uh, right. In my opinion, I like the old ones better. Uh, so we're in top cards. There aren't many A talk cards, but we're gonna read them all just because to help you get across. And then the only other set we read are enchantments. So, but I will read the next top card. Chronotog Totem, three colorless for an artifact. You can tap to add one blue mana to your mana pool. Uh, you can pay one colorless and one blue. It gets it becomes a one two a talk artifact creature until end of turn, and you can pay zero and it gets plus three three until end of turn. You skip your next turn. Play this ability only once each turn and only if Chronototem is a creature. Okay. So it's a mana rock for three that taps for a blue, or you pay one blue one colorless, and then now it becomes a one two. But then because it literally it. You skip your next turn, and then it gets plus 3-3, three, three, which would be a 4-5. Yeah. So, okay, then. I don't know. It's it, not bad, I'll but it's not great. The art is very special. I know, it's a Salamander Atog on a podium. <laughs> it's blue. It's so blue. Nice. Okay. Mirror Entity. One one white, two colorless, creature shapeshifter. It's a 1-1. One, one. Change lane, this card is every creature type. 8, I think that is, or X? X, X colorless. Until end of turn, creatures you control have base power and toughness. X, X, and gain all creature types. Oh. Oh, wow. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's only and 30 that's good in any, 
that's good in any deck because yeah. it itself has change one, but then it says until end of turn creatures you control a base bond toughness and gain all creature types. So that doesn't even matter. That's just good in a white deck. Yeah. Because now you can turn your tokens that are one ones or zero ones into five fives. With all creatures. You might want to take note of that. Yeah. I'll do that. Because then if you give them trample, then Oh, they will get trample. Alright, so I'm gonna skip one because it's useless. Uh so phase three roared, one white, three colorless for an instant. Return to the battlefield all permanent cards in a graveyard that were put there from the battlefield this turn. Oh, wow. Not bad. So Yeah. That's solid. Yeah, okay. and it's helpful. Yeah. Because <laughs> you would it's play weird. this when you were about to uh, wipe someone, but you in Commander, you probably have more than one player. So you would just sacrifice everything that you have to buff as many creatures as you can, and then you would just attack someone, and then you would just bring back all... Because all your permits that die, you will bring back anyways. So it brings back all yeah. permits. Yeah. Okay. Second sunrise. Two white. One colorless. It's an instant. Each player returns to play all artifact, creature, enchantment, and land cards that were put in their graveyard from play this turn. So, only from play. Same thing for four mana. Yeah. I mean, same thing for three mana instead of four, but it's a two white instead of. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's pretty good actually. Yeah, it, uh, it's nice. Huh. That's interesting. I mean, okay, so the next one is Baron Glory, two white, four colorless enchantment. So white. That's the one thing I do like about white, is they have some fun enchantments. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control no permanents other than the Baron Glory, and have no cards in hand, you win the game. Bruh. I don't know how you win with this. Yeah. Because your lands count as permanents. Because it doesn't say non-land, it says permanents. And then, so you need at least six lands to cast this. Then you would have this card down. So you'd have to have a card in your hand that returns all your lands to your hand. And then on top of that, you would have to have some way to discard your whole hand. Yeah. Well, there is cards up here where it's um, sacrifice a land. Lithotog gets plus one, plus one. So, I mean, it's the slow game. Yeah, but then you have to find a way to kill that, too. Yeah. But you could Sunday do that title. just in case. I mean, it's a yeah. fun card. It's just, it would be curious to see how much it wins. Or you could play Baron Glory and then play an Armageddon. Not that I want you to play Armageddon, but you could, and then now you have no lands, and it didn't kill your enchantment. Yeah. So okay. you could go, because a commander, you don't really get started until turn six. So by turn six, you have six lands down, you play this card, and then by turn seven, you play an Armageddon, and then you win. 
yeah. Nice. Okay. Right, you can skip the next two. It's Cultivate okay. and Farseek. Everybody knows them. Yep. Maskwood Nexus. Four colorless artifact. Creatures you control are every creature type. Ooh. The same is true for creature spells you control and creature cards you own that aren't on the battlefield. Wow. Mm. Pay three so colorless. Cards in your hand. Yeah. A three colorless tap. Create a 2 2 blue shapeshifter creature token with changeling. It's interesting that they have to put with changeling. Yeah. Because. Unless someone removes this artifact, it would still... Actually, no, it makes sense, because if they want you to play this card, they want you to keep your change on. Yeah. Just in case this artifact was removed. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Alright, so that finishes up the top cards. There's a few enchantments. Uh, I'm just going to quickly go through them, because there's only a few, and they're very short. I just think they're funny. Because uh, okay. they're very flavorful. Uh, there's Rancer for one green enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two, plus zero, and has trample. When Rancor is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, return Rancor to its owner's hand. So this one you could do some funny stuff with because if it's put into a graveyard from the battlefield, you return it to your hand. So you can use this, put it on your commander, Atog, Atog, do commander damage to it because now it has trample. Then you sacrifice it. Uh, for whatever reason, at your next turn, like, w when you don't want to attack with the person it's on, obviously, and yeah. then you can buff your Atog that you do want to attack with, then this goes back to your hand, and it's one green mana, so you can cast yeah. it the next turn easily. Yeah. So, that's very cool. There's also Enchanted Evening for a blue or a white, blue or a white, and three colorless. Enchantment, all permits are enchantments in their addition to the other types. Very interesting. Oh, wow, okay. And then, Hatching Plans is one blue, one colorless. When Hatching Plans is put into a graveyard from the game, draw three cards. So an Atog deck, basically, this is a, I'm going to spend two mana to get three cards. Because That's... you're just going to sacrifice it with your yeah. Atog. Yeah. Um, and then I lied. There's a few artifacts that are very cool. Conduit of Worlds. It's two green, two colorless. You may play lands from your graveyard. Tap. Choose target non-land permanent card in your graveyard. If you haven't cast a spell this turn, you may cast that card. If you do, you can't cast additional spells this turn. Activate only as a sorcerer. So that's just very interesting. Huh. It's cool. I'd say There's so. also Mycosinus Lattis, six uh, colorless artifact. All permanents are artifacts in addition to other types. All cards that aren't on the battlefield, spells, and permanents are colorless. Players may spend mana as though it were mana of any color. So it does wow. help your opponents. However, uh, now you can pick any color, and for an Atog deck, you can now sacrifice anything. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a few things here like you may play lands from your graveyards that's a very common theme it looks like there's also a card called yeah. lifeline five colorless artifact 
Whenever a creature is put into a graveyard and a creature is in play, return the creature from your graveyard to play at the end of turn. That's actually very interesting. Yeah. It's 32 bucks, but that's pretty good in... Actually, that'd be great in a zombie deck. Because as long as one creature is in play, you return it at the end of turn. The only issue is... Okay, no, I'm wrong. I was going to say the issue is it's everybody, but it's not. Because it says from your graveyard to play. Okay. So, but that's... Hmm. Because it wouldn't work with tokens, so I wouldn't put it in a token deck. But if you're in like a yeah. big uh creature deck and you just want to hit and not worry about stuff, this would that's a good card. I mean, it's thirty dollars, but I can see why. But yeah, and yeah, that's that's really all. I mean, there's a bunch of utility lands, which are just gates, uh, legendary lands that turn all your things in the forests. Artifact lands are common. Um, like Vault of Whispers isn't a spell, things like that. Uh, Rogue's Passage, Maze's End, uh, which Maze's End, uh, you can pay three, tap it, return Maze's End to its owner's hand, search your library for a gate card, put it in the battlefield, and shuffle your library if you control ten or more gates with different names, you win the game. That's actually very interesting. Because I don't know if there's enough, you'd have to be in all colors for that card. Because uh, there's only a few gates, I believe. Uh, there's a gate for... Yeah, it's a gate of each color. So okay. you have to play all colored gates to play that card. Wow. But in an, in this deck, you really don't care. You're just trying to win. Yeah. So. Alright, we actually got 45 minutes out of Atogs. Yeah, that's impressive. I know. That's pretty impressive. But alright. So that wraps it up for ATOGs. Very fun creatures. If you make a deck, email us. That'd be fun to see your deck. It's probably close to everybody other's deck. But there's yeah. only two hundred. So still send it to <laughs> us because there aren't really any other people playing it. Uh so I'm working on getting all of our decks on Moxfield updated so that way if you guys want to see our decks, you can Brady's is already up on there, but I am not going to divulge the name just yet, so that way I can update all mine. And then I will leave a link in the description, probably of this episode, maybe, uh, if not the next one, of the links. So that way our decks are be able to be seen, uh, which is risky, seeing how the fact is people can look at them and plan against us. Yeah. But the odds of that happen are slim. Yeah. I'm your host, Owen. I'm your co-host, Brady. And I hope you enjoyed another Commando Lander podcast episode. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye.